Hi, and welcome to the Bible Belt Bros, hosted by Luke and Daniel, where we call to the church to stand up and step out in obedience to God. Thank you for tuning in today. We're excited to have you here. I hope this finds you blessed in the Lord, and without further ado, here is this week's episode of the Bible Belt Bros. Hello, everybody. We are back. Thank you and for listening. Yeah, thank you all for, I guess, that I hope they haven't given up on us yet. Yeah. We'll find out. I'm, just glad, to, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. Dana was alive. Oh, yeah. I almost a, died. Was, it left me just plain monotone, so that's how I'm going to be for the next few minutes, probably. We'll see. It left him that way and without an appendix, so. Oh, yeah. That doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> but, hey. We're glad he's okay, and we're glad we're back, because we had snow. Yep. Then we had school. School. Yep. Then we were both preaching on very opposite sides of Starkville from each other. Yeah. As in, you pour over versus, twenty miles in each direction. Yeah. And then I nearly died. Daniel, Daniel's body about killed himself. Yep. But we're back. The and Lord, we, the Lord hath brought us back. The weather tried to stop us again yesterday, but that we're back. True. Yeah, because we're Almost recording this on Thursday after the supposed tornadoes were supposed to come through, but they hey, never did. Hey, I watched that thing, man. It was dangerous. <laughs> hey, he said gnarly though. Matt Lawbaum did say gnarly. He said gnarly. That made me very happy. What a guy! But before we get started with this episode, back, you know what we have, Daniel. Do we have an advertisement? We sure do. Nice. Have you recently been to the hospital? I have. Have you recently been recovering from a near-death experience? That too, yes. Have you also recently been undergoing surgery? Yeah. Well, if you answer yes to any of these three questions, I have a I have a recommendation for you. I answered yes to all three, so it sounds like a requirement now. Well, so you qualify because you answered yes to any of them. Anyways, but get... Quit trying to be complicated. What do I need to do? Go to CVS. CVS, not CBS oh, News Channel. I love that place. You know what CVS gave me what? for a payment of probably around twelve dollars? I got this tape that tapes my gauze to my to my skin. I got this wrap that wraps around my body if need be. It's also pain free. And I got these big old bandages that like cover up the wounds where they cut me open. Sorry to be so graphic with that, <laughs> but yeah, CBS is helpful. Yeah. So also got a bag of Skittles from there too. So hey, they're they handy. Got, they got like all you could need. Exactly. Free. But yeah, did you just say free? No. Oh, I thought no. you said free. And I was like, it is not free, my friend. All I'm sorry need. that <laughs> I confused no, that phrase. It's not free. Nothing's free. Uh, but if you <laughs> have recently had appendicitis too, you can go to CBS and get all you need to recover. Right, Daniel? Yeah, and all my appendix-free people, give me a call because we're gnarly people living appendix-free since 2021. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome back to the Bible Belt Bros. It's honestly really good to be back. It's been a while. It's literally been five weeks. (laughs) It's Yeah, it's crazy. But the world will throw things your way, and you got to be ready for them in any way, shape, or form. But that's it. So we got a new episode, episode 17. Yay! I don't, I, <laughs> I'm going to just cheer because I can. All right, hey. 
all the more reason. And I just hit the microphone. You just why. hit the microphone. So if I hurt y'all ear, y'all's ears, I'm sorry. Well, I gotta put a, I gotta put a, a, a like a warning on the episode title now. Hey, <laughs> it might hurt your ears because some idiot hit the microphone. I didn't mean yeah. to call you an idiot. That's mean. All right, we're getting distracted. It's been I'm a long sorry. time. We're out of practice. We're also exhausted. Uh, yes. But anyways, Daniel, the age-old question that gets asked almost every week by me, except for one week when you flip the script and ask me, what are we talking about today? All right. Uh, the title of today is Get Out Your Christian Bubble. Um, yeah, guys, get out of your Christian bubble. So, Luke, tell me a little, about, a little bit about what it means. So, when we say Christian bubble, we always talk about like the people you hang around with are mainly Christians and only Christians. And when you hang around only those people, you're not really living out what we're supposed to be as Christians. You're growing a community, sure, but that's not the only aspect of faith that we need to be living out. And so essentially, yeah, being around community is great. Being around your Christian friends are great, but you shouldn't only hang around them for your entire life because there's people out there dying to know Christ and if we're just hanging around the people we we see at church every Sunday, that's not really doing what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus didn't always hang around his disciples 24-7. You know, for example, woman at the well. He wasn't around his disciples. That was him just chilling. And she rolled up to the well. Just you know, and he, uh, he shared his own gospel. And that's one of thousands upon thousands of stories that we know and don't know about that. But... Mm-hmm. That's really the basis for what we're going to talk about. But Daniel, do you have anything to add on that part? Yeah, and I mean, it's something that's definitely important because I've seen it personally in my life, and, and, and regretful. Like I have regret from times where I could be spending it uh, with people ministering to them, and not just ministering to them, but building a relationship. I mean, building a relationship that in which the gospel is shared. Um, you know, we, and we're going to dive into. You know, just the kind of relationships that w- would lead to the gospel. And like I said, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later. But I think first we're going to look at some scripture. And I'm going to start us out here in Second Corinthians 5. And starting in verse 18, it said, Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Though God were making an appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And looking at that, guys, I mean, we're being given this this ministry of reconciliation. It's being it says God gave it to us, and there's a purpose for it. It's not so that we can just go chill at church and do nothing else. I mean that that's I'll go and say it's wrong. It's wrong being lazy. I think, and there's a difference between going to church to be with the believers be with your brothers and sisters in christ going to to help build up your spiritual body and and strength and there's a difference between that and going to to i guess be away from the world going to 
just be with it's hard for me to explain it right now but um i guess going going to hide yourself in the world would be a good way to put that Mm -hmm. um i lost my train of thought there but there's definitely a difference and and there's a reason why i mean jesus christ was made sin that was it was destroyed for it guys i've said this probably a dozen times on this podcast but there's a reason why i mean this is the gospel this is what we this is what we live for this is what we in some cases we die for this is the gospel yeah and one thing just based off that verse before i go into the great commission is the term reconciled you can't reconcile somebody who's already like been saved mm-hmm. and so when we have this ministry of reconciliation is to reconcile those who are lost and that's the people we're supposed to be around constantly spreading the word to but that's just more of two cents there but the great commission we all know it, we all love it but i'm going to read it again just so we have it starting in matthew 28 18 jesus came near and said to them all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And remember, I'm with you always to the end of the age. I mean, those are Jesus' last recorded words, at least in Matthew, before he ascended into heaven. And so it's essentially telling us as believers what we're supposed to do. And it says, go, therefore. It doesn't say stay within the church. It doesn't say stay within your community. It says go. And it doesn't say go a certain place because there's not one certain place we're supposed to go. It just says go. And that's where it comes into you got to trust the Lord and seek out his direction for your life. Because he's the one who who's over this. And he's the one who saved you. Yeah. I mean, so we need to respond to him and respond to his direction. But go and, and make disciples. And one thing I've always said to groups is like, it doesn't say sit down and make disciples. It doesn't say, <laughs> you know, stay where you are and make disciples. It says go. Yep. And, you know, even where you are right now, whether you're in college or working or whatever, the people you're around are people you're supposed to go to as well. In your workplace every day, in your, in your classes and stuff like that, there are people God has placed around you to share the gospel to. And a lot of times we focus on, um, you know, the future, things we could have changed in the past. Focus on the here and now, the people you, God is putting around you each and every day. And we'll talk about this a little bit later, but things you, you know, groups of people you don't know issues hanging around, there's there's probably some unbelievers in that group. Why not share the gospel with them? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just the Great Commission right there. Yep. yep. Absolutely. And another one, uh, We've got here is Acts twenty twenty four, and you know this is my favorite verse in the Bible. Um, it says, "But I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself, so that I may finish my course in the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify solemnly to the gospel of the grace of God." And the reason I put this, I mean, for one, whenever I think of any time to use scripture, I always I always think of Acts twenty twenty four. Um, it, it's like I said, it's my favorite verse. I think it's I want my life to reflect that <clears throat> and knowing that it's important that our life isn't, it's not that important to us. I mean, when I say our life, I mean the, the physical life that we live, not, not spiritual life. That, that is very important, but physically our life is, 
it shouldn't have any value to us. And so a lot of our relations we have can be superficial. They can be just on the surface. And when I say on the surface that you can sometimes get deep, but I mean, spiritually it's on the surface. And, and if we, we value the spiritual life over our physical life, and we understand that no matter what the gospel, the gospel is all that matters. And that, that's what Paul's proclaiming here. And this time he, he was talking to the Ephesians is their last time he saw them. And, you know, they ended up, they were crying, they were weeping all because you know, they, they were sad. They weren't going to see their brother. But I think it was also one thing Paul's saying, Hey, you may not see me, but the less you see me, the more, the more you can also see uh, people who don't know because Ephesus was filled with non-believers. Every city was filled with people who didn't know the gospel, who rejected the gospel. And in the end, he, he testified to the, uh, to, to the gospel of, of the grace of God. That's all that is. That's all that mattered in his life. So, yeah. Um, and honestly, really anything in acts in general points you to this, you know, thought of don't be stuck in your Christian bubble because that's mm-hmm. literally acts. The acts disciples did to spread the gospel around. Yep. I mean, that's simply, that's why it's called acts anyways. Um, but another verse in Acts is Acts 13, 47, which says, For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles to bring salvation to the end of the earth. And to point out there, it says the end of the earth. every Everywhere. Not just, you know, in the church or in these certain groups that, you know, God has, like, chosen or, you know, God has set apart. Because, like, when you're in Christ, you are set apart from the rest of the world. But that doesn't mean you're supposed to sit with your set apart people and just chill out there. Like, how'd you get to that? How'd you get to that point? Someone who was set apart came into you, spoke the gospel to you in some form or fashion and led you to be saved. So why not keep that cycle going of, you know, bring the whole world to salvation to bring salvation to the end of the world, to the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. And like he has made us a light. Um, he, he, he's made us a light to bring to this darkness, to the dark world. Um, and that's, you know, that's who we are as Christians, is a light. Is someone who's called to bring the gospel to the ends of the earth. I mean, I can say that again and again and again. I'm just <laughs> repeating the verse, but that's yep. just how important it is. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. The, the last bit of thing we got before we go to break is kind of just, we want to look at our relationships we want to we want to focus on relationships not just talking to people in class but if that is the case then building relationships with them and when i talk about relationships i'm i'm, I'm talking to like deep uh, you know not just spiritual conversations but doing things for each other cuz you love each other i mean like on the level of david and jonathan and you look at a in in first samuel of how much jonathan sacrificed for his his basically his brother David, I'm gonna call them brothers. They 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 were what you call nowadays brothers from another mother, but uh, they they loved each other so much. And you know, I look at how Jonathan gave so much to to David, despite 
what Jonathan's father thought about David. Jonathan's father hated him. Saul hated David. And it, from a human perspective, makes sense. Yeah, the guy's trying to take his throne, even though David just wanted to glorify the Lord. But from a human perspective, it makes sense. But nevertheless, Jonathan didn't look at it through a human perspective. He looked at it as, this is my brother. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever God's will, let it be. And their relationship lasted all the way until Jonathan was killed in battle. And, I mean, David was grieved. He was grieved by it. And that's the kind of relationship that I'm talking about here. Something that's deep. Something that's real. Something that's true. Um, that, that nothing else matters. But that relationship for your brother or your sister. So, yeah. I think that'll do it for the first half. We'll take a break and be right back at it. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back. Good little break. Just some time to regather our thoughts. But, hey, we're back, and we're just going to jump back in. So, Daniel, you got it. Yep. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about relationships. I said we were going to talk about relationships. I don't mean like lovey, lovey relationships. Aww. I mean like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean like bro, bro relationships or even oh. bro gal relationships, oh, okay. you know, like, and when I say that, I mean <laughs> friendships. That's right. what I mean. Right. And we're, we're going to, we're going to look at two different kind of uh, scenarios, I guess, of people you spend time with. Uh, and so we're going to, we're going to divide this into two different types of time, time A and time B. Very simple. Uh, remember time A and time B. When we look at people you spend your time A with, these are people who you don't have a choice to spend time with. They're in your class. Um, you know, they're, they're at work. Maybe sometimes it's your roommate and also your family. And I'm going to include like people also at your extracurricular activities, things that you just don't have a choice you go to something and they are there too and you just happen to be there together and then we have people you spend time be with that makes sense uh, these are people in you these are your friend groups i mean you have a choice here you can choose to spend your time with these people your friend groups your church and even your own personal time what you do who you spend your time with and i'm gonna go out and say this right now if you spend all your, your your time B, and this is what's important to me, time B, is if all, all that is spent with just other believers, I, you know, I was about to say, well, not wrong. I think that is wrong. Because if you say, oh, well, I'm in, uh, you know, this one club or whatever, then it's not Christian based. Or even I go to class with lost people. It doesn't matter. What are you doing about it? Are you going to bring someone from your time A into your time B? That's what I'm asking you to do. Is, you know, the person, even the person who lives across the hall from you, go talk to them. You know, maybe, maybe they've been wanting to talk to you for a while. I learned that in my life. Um, I'm almost best friends with my neighbor now because we have a strong relationship in which I've brought up the gospel plenty of times now. Uh, and I spend a whole lot of time with them because it just it, I enjoy it, but also I know the eternal significance that can go into it. But 
spend time your time b i'm, I'm going to keep saying time b time b time b time b spend that time with, with non-believers i mean you understand uh more because when we talk about being in a christian bubble i'm going to say this we we like to categorize people who don't know the gospel and we we think we know how people think we really don't guys we don't um and the the truth is people don't know how we think either we we're all we're all stereotyped into our little our little minds that that we don't comprehend things that well because we're stupid we're people you know let's be honest we have screwed up before many times but you know when you spend time time be with people who don't know the gospel there there is even just relationship building uh, and and sharing the gospel from there or just sharing the gospel and relationship building after either order is fine as long as there is a gospel there whatever you do you know make sure you glorify god with it but go out and do it you know because if all you're doing is every night you're just going rotating the house to go to of 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 you know the church friends or whatever and and you don't spend time with anyone else what are you doing like you're having a good time sure maybe you're studying the bible but what's a bible study going to do if you're not going to do anything about it like i'm going off on a soapbox here but like seriously like if we don't do anything about all these bible studies we have i think it's it's just pointless so you know we, we need to work on a on our relationships with other people outside of outside of uh people who believe and it's weird for me to i don't like using believers non-believers or any of that you know because it, it makes me feel like i'm categorizing people or stereotyping people in the end spend time with people who don't know the gospel just, just do it they're people you're people you have that much in common at least you probably you know both speak english too i hope if not learn their language <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, but all that goes for me to say, um, spend time with people who, who don't know the gospel. Spend time with them. Love them. Become friends together. I mean, it's, it's so much. You'll get to meet wonderful people. But they, they're, just, they're lacking Christ. And I hope that breaks your heart when you see that. So that that was longer than i anticipated but i'm sorry <laughs> luke you're up <laughs> finally i'm kidding um, oh wow. wow but i mean when you were talking i was thinking about how we have this sort of culture now within the modern american church that's like all right bible study bible study bible study and i'm in i mean i'm involved in a couple of course like it's family group at the bsu and then our just our d group on saturdays and I think that's, I mean, two is a good number. I think, I don't think there's like a certain number for every single person, but if you're spending more time studying the Bible than actually living it out, I'm not saying that's always bad because at some point you got to learn a lot of the Bible, but if it's constantly where you're spending more of your time with believers and not sharing, like using what you've learned, then you're actually using it, then you've got to change something around. Because like Daniel was saying, what are all these Bible studies for if we're not using what we learn? And that's a pretty, I would say it's an epidemic within the church is we think, oh, I've got this Bible study tonight and I've got this other one tomorrow night. We're going through 
say Philippians tonight, and then tomorrow we're going through First Timothy, and then the next night we're going through Daniel. Next night we're going through something like one. It's hard to keep all like keep mm-hmm. track with all that stuff, but two, you're taking in so much, and you need to pour that out. When you're being poured into by the Holy Spirit every day in Bible study, what are you pouring out? You got to pour out something. It's going to overflow, and you might lose something important <laughs> within all the mix of like, what was that John said last week? At last that Tuesday, no Wednesday, no Thursday. About <laughs> you get confused, and I'm going on a little tangent here too. But that's just the importance of this. Is sure, like I said earlier, community's good. I'm not saying we're not saying quit hanging out with community at all, or 100. percent Oh wait, you're not saying that? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it either, I guess. (laughs) Don't throw me off like that. Man. Um, But like what we're saying is don't spend all your time with those who just know Christ. Um, And even on the flip side of that, we want to be, you know, be wary of don't take this and run with it and say, all right, I'm done with my community. I need to go only with non-believers and hang out with them. You're going to forsake some very like good spiritual conversations and good Bible studies. If you just do that and you got to find a good balance between, you know, hanging with your um, believers and non-believers and making them both fit into your what time be, which is the people you want to hang out with. And it's, um, we don't have a cookie cutter thing for every single person to say, all right, you got to spend three days with these people, three days with these people and have one day for rest for yourself. And there's no set, you know, time limit for everybody that's something you have to determine on your own but we're saying this that you have to determine that at some point Mm -hmm. you have to get get in the word and meditate on it and communicate with the lord and say lord what how do i need to allocate my time and i'm horrible at time management daniel i'm sure a lot of college students are i'm gonna call you out you are too i bet i mean pretty much everybody is i wish i could call you a liar (laughs) but i can't Uh i got him this time. Um, you got me but this time. I know it, it's it's definitely hard to you know manage your time between people you hang out with, <laughs> but it's so necessary. Yep. And we could say the same thing about sharing the gospel. It's definitely hard to share the gospel, but it's necessary. It's definitely hard to wake up every day and read your Bible, but it's necessary. And there's just one of those spiritual disciplines of, all right, I need to make time to spend with these people. And that's all there is about it. I mean, we could go on and say the same thing over and over and over again. We get the same point across that you have to hang out with more than just your church people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's all really we really can say. But unless Daniel has anything else to add, right I here. had a thought, but I can't formulate it. So maybe after the missional moment, if it comes back, we'll yeah. see. In our brief outro part, yeah, we'll we'll see what the Lord does. But mm-hmm. just keep all this in mind. Um, and yeah, just quit hanging out with only your believers. That's really all we got to say. Get out the freaking bubble, get a needle and pop it. <laughs> and missional moment. I'm doing a weird twist on it today. I forgot about that sound. It's been so long since we've done it. I forgot about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely. It's good to the, hear it again. Probably did it. I botched it. It sounds way different, but uh, we're this week. Just the I'm, I'm, I'm twisting it up just a bit, um, just to. We haven't been around in a while, so 
doing it different today. I have a good reason for doing it different today. At least I believe when keeping it on topic, <laughs> on topic of what we're talking about, I'm going to pray for the church and, you know, in, in a way we're not really a people group as a whole, but the church as a whole is, has citizenship in heaven. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to think of right now. But I want to pray for the church because this very reason, especially here in America, because we suck at it, is to pop these these bubbles of of that we shield ourselves from the world. But we're not meant to be hidden from the world. We're meant to go out it and be in it, but not of it. And so, and as Luke said right after we recorded a moment ago, he's like, use the sword of the spirit to pop the bubble. <laughs> It's perfect. Like it's true. We're gonna do that, but <clears throat> let's uh, let's pray. Let's pray for the church, uh, dear Heavenly Father. We uh, just want to rejoice in, in the gospel first. I mean, this gospel has saved so many people. Has has resurrected so many souls. Um, you've been so kind and generous and merciful. But also, we want to rejoice and just and, and acknowledge your majesty and your holiness and how amazing and, and great you are. And so, with that, I want to I want to lift up uh, your people, your children, this church that has been around for two thousand years and is still 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 going today. I pray for the people who are listening, those who aren't to, that, that you, you motivate us, you compel us to leave, leave aside what, whatever we're holding back from this world, you compel us to leave that aside and to just run after, run after people. I mean, your word says it's as though you are making a, an appeal through us and so I ask that you compel the believers, those who, who know you, those who have proclaimed you. I see you, you motivate us, you compel us to, to be that ambassador and to, to allow you to make that appeal to the world, an appeal for, for salvation, an appeal for life. And use us to glorify your name. In the end, it's all that matters. Because our life doesn't doesn't have anything more important. So, Lord, it's in your name we pray. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, we finished all episode back. So, yeah. Wow. Thanks to thanks to all for sticking with us, even though we weren't here. Shout out to the few who listened in our little <laughs> unpredicted break. We had a few listens from the past five weeks. So, yeah, people listen to us. Thanks to y'all. Good job. I don't know where you are, but I love you. But I mean, yeah. even I those who too. didn't listen in March, I still love you. Well, they won't know because they won't hear it. But uh, unless they're they you're, just you're listening to this right now, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, tell the ones who aren't <laughs> listening that we love them too. I guess. That's and then better. tell them to listen. <laughs> right. So tell that them, they can hear it from me. That tell I them, them to listen first, and then tell them that we love them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyways, it's late at night. But yeah, we're tired. But thank y'all for listening and get out of your Christian bowl.
That's all we got to say. Use that Bible and pop it. Darn right. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote to you with many tears, not so that you would be made sorrowful, but that you might know the love which I have especially for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bible Belt Bros. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bible Belt Bros Pod. Ask us questions and tell us how we can be praying for you. Until next time, be blessed in the Lord.